righty. Get ready, all you golf junkies out there. Grab your beers, your seltzers, and your pre-rolls. Throw your clubs over the shoulder, pop your headphones in, and kill some time with us on your closest 19th hole. Ladies and gentlemen from Massachusetts and across the world, here is everything from the tee box to green that you need to know. This is the Boston Golf Pod. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody in the greater Boston, Massachusetts area. This is the Boston Golf Pod. I am your host, Chris Hurlbut. That is my co-host, Nick Super. How we doing, Nick? Good. How are you? Not too bad, buddy. Not too bad. So this is going to be our first episode, official episode of the Boston Golf Pod, where we are going to review all the good, all the courses that we play in the greater Boston area. They are mostly municipal, public courses, country clubs, and I think that's all we've played so far. Um, but hopefully we have some friends out there that would like to host us. You know, maybe we'll get on some other courses, maybe some private courses in the area, and we can get some reviews about them as well, too. You know, so first of all, please like, comment, subscribe to all of our social media. Hit them notification bells on all the Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon. I can't anywhere you get you can get podcasts, we're gonna be there. So today, first episode we're going to do of the course reviews is one of the, we're the Boston Golf Pod, so we have to talk about the Boston courses. Have to. Have to. The city of Boston has two municipal city-run courses. You know, most people, when people say that, you think that, you know, they're going to be um, fair to good courses, right? You know, that's kind of like, um, you uh-huh. know. Yeah, the, the the standard in people's mind when you think about a municipal course or like, you know, a public city run course. But we are very fortunate here with Greater Boston. They take care of their courses. They're in good shape. The layouts are fantastic. They're, it's a good challenge for anybody, any kind of golfer. Um, whether you're uh, like a mid uh, single digit handicap, I'm like a 7-3 right now I think I'm playing to. Nick, you're probably like in the 20 to 25 range handicap, I would say. But yeah, I've, improved. I've improved. Yes, absolutely. You know? And but since I've stopped. My point, my point being is that whether you're good, decent, you know, beginning, average, you can play all these courses and they're not going to be super challenging, but they're going to be challenging enough for a single or low-digit handicap golfer. So our first course review is going to be William Davin, William Devine at Franklin Park. I don't know if it's Davin or Devine. Um, That's a but, good question. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, actually. Um, but the thing is, this course has some significant history in the United States. It is the second oldest public golf course in the United States. 1896, it was established. So 127 years ago. That's a long time ago. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, the original designer was William Campbell. Um, I'm not familiar with who that is. I think I, I think he was like some kind of city worker, city like it's something to do with the city of Boston. Um, uh, William Dave, William Devin at Franklin Park is in the Dorchester Roxbury like wow. town line neighborhood. Um, 
very accessible for anybody anyway um, super accessible right like i i'm in malden i just hop on the orange line like i don't drive to i, I mean i drive i just don't have a car so i i i, I take the t public transit everywhere including golf and this is probably the easiest course besides um the one closest to my house mount hood but that's just like a lyft or uber away from me but for using the t this is probably the easiest course to get to it's for me it's a straight shot malden orange line down to franklin park then i hop on a 16 bus which goes from uh forest hills to um to andrew or if you missed the bus and you got to get to your tea time you just hook it up the hill about a 10 to 15 minute walk no big deal i mean if you're gonna go walk 18 walk 18 holes i mean what's another half a mile a mile i mean um hole and a half like it's super accessible for anybody like so that you really don't have a reason like if that if you you want to get out and play like and you say oh i can't get there it's it's, you got to get that get that mindset out of you because you, you can get there you can play this course um I mean, even if you need to take a cart, like you can, you know, you can't walk from Forest Hills to to the to the course. Like the 16 bus, there's like one every 10, 15 minutes. So it's not like you're gonna be sitting around waiting for uh, the bus to get you. And that basically will drop you off right at the clubhouse, right in the parking lot. Um, you know, the the, the one thing is about uh, Gavin Franklin Park. It is busy. It is a very, very, very busy course um, because it is so accessible. Um, it's not so busy that you can't get e times though. Um, so th- th- that is like one of the good things about it. Like you can, you can usually get a tea time within the next 24 to 48 hours. If you're a single or even a twosome, if you've got a foursome or a three or foursome, you may, um, you may, being selective with your time may not work out for you. You know, if you have a, like a two hour window or something like that, then yeah, I'm sure you'll be good. You know, um, and walking on, I've walked on that course many a times. Um, just show up, like you know, yeah, like because uh, as a single, uh, you know, like if there's only a, most of the time, like they're gonna help you and get out. You know, I'm sure you've heard the name Bobby Jones probably as well too, right? Yep. He's a historic figure of golf. Um, he is said to have honed his craft. He, like Bobby Jones uh, at Davin Franklin Park is is um, was said to be his home course in his younger years. No way. Yeah, he's got a lot of around here. Yes, yes. Um, So Bobby Jones, as he got older, um, designed a lot of good golf courses. Uh, So Devin, uh, Willie Campbell, uh, this guy, Willie, um, back in the late 1800s, um, true OG. OG. Yeah, he he was the original designer. There's not too much information about it. That would be. I bet you there's a lot of history. That's one thing I've never done at that course. Is kind of walk around the clubhouse and like see like what they have like hanging up for information and history. I bet you. you could, I bet you there's a fair share amount of that amount of that there. Very very old style. Anyway, so the course was redesigned yeah. by Donald Ross, um, who is basically New England's. I would say I don't want to say premier, but. He was the, he's like the golf architect god of New England. Um, Donald Ross, I, I would say, 
three out of ten, four out of ten courses in New England, Donald Ross has his footprint on. And William Devine is no different. And George Wright, the other city course, which we'll do a review for there, is also a Donald Ross design. Nice. What was that? George Wright was nice. Yeah, George Wright is very nice. Um, we will get back there soon. Um, so that's the one thing we're going to give you information about is like George Wright aerated their greens. Um, it's that time of year, early fall. So um, they aerated their greens like two weeks ago. So if you didn't, if you didn't see that on their website for like a two day period, you wouldn't know about it. So it's like a good thing about what we're going to do here. It's like, we're going to, we're going to keep up with that information. So people, sometimes it sucks. You get out there, you want to play, you know, you, you plan on playing a good, good round and they, aerated the greens a week ago that's just the worst you know like and they don't tell you beforehand they charge you full price so you're gonna be a little disappointed right off the rip because you know obviously you're not gonna be able to putt great that day you know um so yes we're gonna be your go-to place to get information up to date information on all the golf courses in the greater boston area so william davin is an 18 hole golf course it is par 70 um wow yeah par 70 um we've already gone over the neighborhood who's designed it one thing is about the neighborhood it is a little um there's a lot of activity going on down in that part of the of greater boston so there's public parks and like walkways all nearby uh you you usually like that say it again I really like that because it just it, it brings the city effect to the golf course, and it's really nice. Yeah, it de- definitely. There's, there's definitely like uh, you can tell that you're like still like, in the city um, playing golf on this wide open. Well, I don't want to say wide open, but there. It's a pretty it, it, like it's pretty first, wide open. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the, 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 the at least the front nine. Yeah, the front nine, and then like eighteen. Uh, I think that's about the only one that's over in that area. The, the front nine and 18 um, is pretty wide open, almost kind of link style golf. Like um, they, there's a lot of like overgrown um, rough areas um, that like if you hit the ball into, you know, you're going to struggle to get a good shot out at it. Like five. Um, yes. Uh, access to tee times. Uh like I said, usually no problem. The public uh, has, um, what is, I think it's seven days, seven days for William Devin, and I think it's three or four days for George Wright. That's the, for the non-permit, non-members to be able to book. Uh, four days at George Wright. Yeah, to book tea times. Okay. Um, then um, the pricing. So the pricing for the city courses is. I believe it's $50 for 18 holes. And this is for both courses. $50, 18 holes walking. I think it's 38, nine holes walking. And $20 for the cart, I believe, is right for 18. So it's it'll run you $70 for 18 with a cart at the public courses or for 18 of the cart at Devon. Um, which I say it's I mean it's fair, it's average, you know, it they like, yeah. What you're gonna pay? It's 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 yeah. I'd say it's average. I don't want to yeah. high because it's not. But 
I feel like it might be like eight dollars too high. Yeah, so, right. Now, it, it's not astronomical. It's not astronomical. Um, their membership prices, or they call them permit holders. Um, now, I think it's the deal of a century. Um, like, because you, it, if you become a permit holder for City of Boston Golf, you get to you play both courses. And I think for like a non-resident permit holder membership is just under two grand or just over two grand where any of these other courses in the area are going to be the same or more. And you're only getting that one course. So I, I, I don't think that there's, they, they don't do like a wait list or anything like that. It's just first come first serve for that. If that was something you're interested in, you, I would just suggest hopping on their emailing list. And like when they open that up, they usually will open it up, uh, I remember correctly, like March 1st or February 1st, like sometime in the early part of the year. Um, and you just have to be on it. Um, but if you're going to play a lot of golf and you want to take advantage of, if you, you know, if you're in the city, like that's a pretty good deal. Like, I mean, to be able to play both those courses, Franklin park, first hole, um, it's right down the side of the road, wide open. Like, I mean, basically put the driver in your hand, grip it and rip it. And you really, you'll find it difficult to even, you know, it's hard to not have the ball in play, right? It's pretty wide open. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's kind of how the whole front nine of Davin is like, it, 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 like you can, you can get away with missing fairways. You know, if you're not hitting the ball good, spraying it left, you know, pushing it right, whatever you do. Push um, still going to be, it's, it's pretty wide open. Yeah, and you're still going to be able to, like, you know, get up and down if you need to. Uh, you know, you're usually always going to have a second shot. The first hole is right now. Not a lot of trees to the right, but just enough. Yeah, yeah, but they're, they're still kind of far away still, you know. Yeah. like Opened up. Um, you, you just kind of got to be like, – if you really uh, s slice the ball, I don't want to, like, name any names, but um, yeah, you, it, I guess just hitting a car would be your biggest, uh, like, worry on that hole, yeah. you know. Um, I, I've seen it happen. Um, <laughs> it could have happened today. Maybe, yeah. I mean, thankfully we weren't there. I guess. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying with my uh, tee shot on sixteen. Oh, that. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to that. Right? We'll get to that for our next episode. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So the front nine, the first holes along the road, second holes along the road, third holes coming back, like through the another wide open. Then the fourth hole is a nice little par three shooting back over the clubhouse and it's wide open. I, I, when I played there last week, I think it was the first time I, on the fourth hole, the little par three that I, it was like dead silent wind. Like I was almost didn't know what to hit for a club. Like there was just no wind there. Like it's just one thing. Yeah. So one thing about Franklin Park is just the wind, you know, like it's it, that whole, it's pretty wide open. Um, but so I I have no qualms with this course. I think all I've, the staff has always been fantastic. Um, you staff, know, I, I, they're awesome. Man. Yeah. Uh, like there's a, there's a starter, ranger, whatever you want to call them. Um, they're, oh, they're right on the first tee, always on top of it. Um, you know, the, the greens, um, everything is just kept in great shape. Like for a public golf course, it, it, I, 
I would like if you're coming to Boston and you're looking to play golf, like and just to get out, can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Yeah, like no matter how good or how, like your ability, like it's just it's just a good solid golf course. Mm-hmm. So the one thing it's funny because like these are our opinions and this is like we played this course. I play it once a week. You and I played it together a couple times. But like, if you go to Google reviews, you you would maybe think differently. It's kind of funny. Let me read a couple of these reviews. So mm. the last one, the last one, uh, this was left a month ago. Uh, this one guy, he really enjoyed this round there. Um, the, the course is in good shape, he said. It's right in the middle of the city. Some good, interesting hole layouts and a challenging experience. And uh, Steph has always been friendly to him, has always been friendly to him as well. But that's like the outlier almost lately. Another guy a month ago. For years, I keep saying every time I finish around, it's my last time there. All because the staff are rude, sarcastic. The people at the desks. Is, uh, what else? Pretty sad story. No professionalism at all. And the GM needs to hold their staff to better standards. Well, I, I, sorry, but I'm going to just disagree with you here. I didn't see any of that. No, me neither. Like, especially like the attentiveness of some of their staff as well, too. Like, uh, shout out Judy. Like, she's a sweetheart. She's there all the time in the afternoons. Like, I play once a week, and I've only played there like you know for the past month. And she knows me on a first name basis and recognizes me and says, like, like a guest at a golf course, and the staff recognizes you just because you play there once a week. It's pretty nice. Makes a difference. The next review. Oh, so anyways, that, that, that bad review I just read was a one-star review on Google a month ago. The next review is two stars a month ago. Great course. Starter was rude and not a power trip. The pro shop handled the confusion. But the unprofessional starter kept on adding his two cents over and over again. Yeah, he, he must have been really upset because he's talking about this whole interaction with that starter paying rent in his guy's head or paying rent in his own head and it ruined his round. Jesus. And that sounds like a him problem, not the starter problem. Ruin your round. How do you let that ruin your round? I mean, yeah, you, you hit, I mean, I can understand maybe getting rattled on the first tee and like, you know, let it go, buddy. Come on. Right, <laughs> way too short to freaking hold a grudge about the starter at a golf course. All right, next review. Three stars. Oh, we're going one star, two star, three stars. Mm-hmm. William Davin, a.k.a. Franklin Park, is one of two municipal courses operated by the city of Boston. Uh, he's got a, uh, it's a nice thorough review, but three stars. Pros, golf course located, located in a city, easy for residents. Short golf course, 6,000 6, yards from the tips. Fairways wide open. Shots demand attention. Rough isn't bad. Good fescue areas. Cons. Greens are running a bit slow. Standing water on the greens, but with weather, that's understandable. Pace of play was slow. All right, so this... I can understand that. Um, the pace of play at Davin can be slow sometimes. It was there. It was slow, I remember. Yeah, you know, they, they, that's that's the thing about the city course, and it's being busy. It's busy all the time. Like, it, You can't always expect to have that four hour round, you know, like you, you just kind of, and most of the time though, like you can get like in this four hours, four twenty minute uh, hour round because 
I, I find that a lot of people are only playing nine holes. Not everybody's playing 18 that goes there. So sometimes your back nine, you can pick up the pace and like, and pick up that time, you know, which, which is good. Definitely. Um, he said he would take George Wright over William De- Davin. Same price. He would take George Wright any day. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I I haven't played George Wright enough to like um, to say that I would choose one or the other yet. I might I, I may play George Wright tomorrow just to get to get another feel for it. I haven't decided yet. They aerated the greens two weeks ago, so they're not going to be completely healed yet. I'm not so I don't know if I want to spend that money yet, but I don't know. Like my feeling is probably gonna be that each place is gonna hold a little something special for me. You know, George like Wright's just a, in William J. George Wright is nicer in yeah, it's just a completely different layout though, you know. There's a lot it, more trees and everything. I agree. A lot more George Wright, I find, I think, is more of a typical New England golf course. A lot of blind shots, a lot of big trees, a lot of like, you know, some short par fours and some long par fives and normal, like, you know, normal size par threes in there. I think like, George Wright is much more typical New England golf course. William Davin has like that has a little bit of that too, but it's also like a little more wide open link style golf course as well too. So it's like, it, like it's it's just a good course uh, like, for. You know, a, a, anybody's av- anybody's ability. All right, one or two more reviews, then we'll uh, talk about a couple more things. If you get the chance to play this course, so this is a four-star review. How ironic! We went one star, two star, three star, four star. Yeah, if no you get a chance to play this course, it was fun. Nice layout, course in great shape, greens are good. Showed at eight, showed up at eight thirty, was teed off by nine ten. Huh. I never. That's strange. Unless he just showed, unless he didn't have a tee time, maybe I don't know. Um, play with some local guys. Had a blast. We'll definitely play a course again. All right, that was that was good. I don't understand. Like, if maybe he didn't have a tee time, I guess maybe he just showed up and they they got him on. That, that's kind of how I understand that one. Um, then one more, another four star. Pros reasonably priced. Historic Muni in the Greater Boston, which like. That is another thing, part of it too. Like this is a pretty historic golf course, like second oldest public golf course in the United States. Like that's that's something they can hang their head on, you know. Yeah. Um, Conditions great. Back nine was pristine. Good practicing and putting the chipping greens. Yes, very true. They have a very big practice putting green and then a chipping green to the side. And one thing a lot of people don't know about. Any public golf course, you can go out and practice on the public on the on the on the chipping and putting green without paying. You just to go out and practice, like you know, take advantage of that, people. I tell Nick all the time, like you know, if you want to get rid of one muse, hop on another one. All right, uh, cons: hard to get good tee times due to popularity. Pace of play on the weekends often drags to the five-hour range. I can't speak to playing there on the weekends. Um, I, I typically stay away from the from the golf room in the city on the weekends. Um, I will play my home home course. Just it's the one closest to my home. <laughs> um, 
I, I will play that to play there on, on the weekends at, in the afternoon because they have a good deal there. But we'll talk about that place in another day. Okay. So reading all them Google reviews, like there was only one five star review out of the five ones we read, a one star, two star, three star, and two four stars. I don't know. I just think that course is much better than what people are like writing and talking about. Like. It sounds like the biggest like complaint is pace of play and some staff like interaction. Yeah. You know, staff definitely was not the is not an issue. Yeah, I could yeah. see. Yeah, like the thing is, is like that. Those are individual experiences as well, too. You know, like something like that can happen at any time. Um, but the yeah. golf course itself, what you're going there to do, like the golf course itself, is great. Um, what else here? Can you get any discounts? Um, so discounts for Davin, uh, the only time right now during this time of year, the only discount you can usually pick up there is like when it's raining or days that, it, uh, or just after rain, they will lower their prices. Um, if they don't, you know, if nobody's out there, I've been able to take, pick up 18 holes for like 39 bucks there, like on a day when it rained all morning. And I got out in the afternoon for 18 because they didn't have any tea times. They lowered the prices. Um, always but they, you, you like, uh, you, they are not on like the golf now app. Um, uh, what's the golf pass, the food and drinks there. Um, I've, I've never ate the food there. I can't speak to how, if it's good or not. Um, it is, the service there is a little slow, but it's like a, it's like a outsourced kitchen in the building. I think like, I don't think they work for the city. I think like it's a, um i think that's a city no is it okay it could be i thought it was maybe like a contractor type deal um but there's usually only like one or two people there like one cook one person so if it gets a little busy there like you know just be patient with people like you know call in your orders you know if you're if you're making the turn going on the back nine you need to call your order in but on the weekends and i have seen on uh, a beverage cart or a cart girl um i have seen them there um, I played on Fridays where they have a, the, a beverage cart. Um, I'm sure they're probably out there on the weekends as well, too. Yep. She stays in that area where there's yep. like six tea boxes. Yep. Yep. Um, what's your favorite hole then? The toughie. I like five because it's a blind shot. I like the blind shots, but my shot does not go good with that one because of that mosh to the right yeah so oh, the fescue the high the high grass fescue the yeah. high that's some nasty high grass too yeah um, especially on the side of the hill it's never an easy shot but it's definitely a nice a nice um hole when it's wet out it's not a nice hole because the middle of it gets a little damp yes yeah, yeah. yeah. when it gets wet that whole like funnel collection area down at the bottom there can get really wet but i'd say either that or i'd like the last hole 18 nice pop a, it off yeah that's a great finishing hole it's a 473 from the back 473 yards from the back tees the blue tees at, at davin um but um for someone like myself i can't hit driver there because i would just pound it into the hill like and so there's no point to that 
And then yeah. your second shot, like, is a blind, it's a dog, slight dog leg right, and it's a blind second shot up to the green. And, like, it's really difficult to hit that green in two because of that hill that's right there. Um, so it's one of those nice six iron for you, driver for me. Yeah, I, I can hit my three, my hybrid, my three hybrid off that tee there. Um, I try to get it, like, right to the edge of the fairway. And then I can hit like a six or seven, and I can get it pretty close to the green. Um, if, if from there, my problem is like I, I would be able to reach it by yardage, but like I can't. I if I hit my hybrid off that tee, yeah, would, it's, it's easier to 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 look at that hole because there's a lot of hills to it. It goes down and then back up. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I was just they're gonna say I can't hit my five iron, which would probably be the club I would need to get home in two on there because I can't get the. I really consistently can't get the ball high enough to clear that hill in the second shot. So I have to hit like a six or seven to get it up over that hill. So it's like, it's a pretty challenging, um, pretty challenging car five. You get out of there with a par, it's a good finish. Um, what's that? Or a bogey in my case. Sure. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Nothing wrong with bogey golf. Nothing wrong. So my final question is, do you think, William Davin is worth the money. Worth the money. What do you think? I completely agree. I, I yes, I do. I, I completely think. Yes so. or no? I'd have to go with yes. Yeah, I think uh, it's just uh, it's it's a very very well taken care of golf course. Like, uh, what more can you ask for for your money? The condition of the course. The one downfall is the biggest downfall of that course could it can be um, playing time. You know, it, it, it can take a, uh, a little longer than average to play 18 holes there. Um, uh, four and four and some change. Four and some change, but like you're supposed to be getting you know, like going out to play golf. Like, who the hell cares if it's four hours or four and a half hours? Like, if does that really make that much of a difference? No. No, like I mean, I can understand if like you're if you're like got a time crunch or something like that, but you can't you can't factor that in. Just go out and you know rip it, enjoy, and rip it, and grip it, enjoy it, enjoy it. However, like you mean if you rip it and grip it and send it into the freaking woods, like you just enjoy that, you know. I agree. I agree. But go look for your ball because they're expensive. They're expensive, and there's going to be a ton of them there, too, as well. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I bet you could walk into the woods and pull out a five-gallon bucket of golf balls in no time. <laughs> All right, my friend. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our first episode of the Boston Golf Pod. This is our first course review. William Davin at Franklin Park. In like Dorchester, Roxbury, of the Boston area, get out and play. Go out and give it a try. I think like, don't let anything deter you from playing Franklin Park. Like, it, I the one thing I wish like Google you could like turn off reviews for things like for like just in general. Like, I I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to hear like if people are interested in going to play this go to play a course, they go to the Google. Like everybody does, put oh. in William Davin, see, see, like, 
the last five reviews, two out of two out of three of them are just the trash and an experience they had or something. But it's probably not like going to be your realistic like how it's going to go. You know, it's I I would say 99 percent of the people that go to that course and play that course will say positive things about it, right? Absolutely. And the goal is, if you come to Boston Golf Pod, you can find out. We're going to let you know how it plays. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Please like, comment, subscribe to everything, all our social medias. Go to our website, bostongolfpod.com. That's where you can find everything. Our podcast, our up-to-date podcasts are going to be on there. YouTube, our podcasts are going to be on there. We're going to probably provide some more content for you on YouTube, for YouTube down the road. Um, so stay tuned for that. And anything else, Nick? No. Thank you for listening. We'll see you soon. All right, guys. Thank In the next episode, we're going to skip George Wright, I think, and we're going to go right to the course that we played uh, today, actually, as we're doing this. We're going to uh, talk about the President's Golf Course um, in North Quincy. Um, silently, maybe my favorite course in Greater Boston. I really amazing. like that. I really like that course. I, I play well there every time. It kind of sets up for my game. I, um, but yeah, we'll get to that. Peace, brother. Peace.